nine, eight, seven, six, five, four, three, two, one. The following is a live copyrighted presentation. Ladies and gentlemen, it's time now for Radiolawtalk.com with your host, Frederick Penny, attorney at law. And now, Radiolawtalk.com. Welcome to Hour 3 of Radio Law Talk. I'm your host, Frederick Penny, with Todd Cunin, Denise Dirks, and our producer, Cal Hunter. Uh, we appreciate you being here. If you want to call in 855-LAW-RADIO, but email us at info at radiolawtalk.com. Remember, we're not giving legal advice. Seek counsel. We're talking about general topics of law. And the purpose of doing this is to entertain you first, teach you something second. And uh, we love doing this. This is year seven. 2024 is seven years, coming up on seven years doing this. We appreciate all our affiliates out there. If you want to listen to our show, uh, you can go back and listen to the podcast. They're on radiolawtalk.com. Uh, you can do a search on a certain topic, and you can go ahead and uh, search that topic and look that topic up. This third hour, we're going to go over a couple of interesting things. First of all, we're going to have a case or no case. We're going to talk about a North Carolina law that basically says any ex-felons who try to vote are going to be prosecuted. Uh, let's see how that's going to hold up under court. Texas police cannot... If, on first blush, and <clears throat> your normal reaction, at least I'm going to say most people's normal reaction, unless you're so far left you're going to fall off the cliff, the normal reaction is, hey, Texas police, if an Ill illegal immigrant is there, they can arrest them. That's just the normal is like, well, wait a minute, they're the police. They can arrest those. Fred, Fred. We're gonna, wait a minute. So, so far left you fall. If Cal feels like you personally attacked him. Well, I know. <laughs> well, I think Cal's the other way. <laughs> oh, no. Cal, Cal, you're, you know. Socialismo para todo. Anyway, anyway, here it comes. Big so the, qu the question is, can Texas police do that? The federal government suing and saying you can't. And we're going to argue both both sides why they should be able to and why they shouldn't. And by the way, um, and can Chicago slash New York and, and those, those states, uh, can they sue the bus companies for busing people into their... Uh, illegal Im uh, immigrants into their state and dropping them off because they don't like it. Which to me, I, I, whether you're left or right or middle, to me that's bizarre. Y you know, if you're a liberal blue state and you say, look, they should be able to come into the country and yet they come into your state and you're complaining about it? Well, I don't think that's accurate. How's it not accurate? We're a sanctuary because city. Because what the yeah. sanctuary states right, are right, saying right. is that give us notice so we can be prepared with services for them. And what about Texas? Should they be noticed that these people are coming across? Well, California? that's a different issue. They're a border state, and they get different financial aid from the feds for being a border state. Yeah, no, they don't. Well, we can yeah, argue this do. all day long. <laughs> not, not as much as, the, as it should be Maybe to, not. Cover, to cover that. They're, but but they're, that's not an issue for the state. Yeah, yeah. That's an issue for Congress. But here how, much, how much notice should they get? That 30 days is 30 what they days. were asking for. Okay. That they're, dro that they're dropping mm. all these people off? Yeah. Give them 30 days notice so they can get services in place. That's Do what. you think they'll have a problem if they dump tens of thousands of them off there in New York, even if they give them 30-day notice? They're going to whine like swines in New York. But my, here's my point is, I love it when people in general are, uh, don't do, they're the naysayers and the, oh, not in Nimbas, not in my backyard, but then, wait a minute. <laughs> then, uh, anyway, so we're going to talk about that. We're going to bring this up because can Texas police start arresting these people? And believe it or not, generally speaking, all three of us kind of agree, probably not. Yeah. And we're going to talk about why. Um, Probably for different reasons that we right, agree to that. Right. <laughs> now, here's the other question. Can a paralegal give advice or should they give advice? Well, in Virginia, they're trying to, and we're going to find out what's going to happen in Virginia with that. And obviously, us as attorneys believe, no, you got to go through law school. You got to have, you know, but we'll see what's going on. I think, I think the tides are going to start changing, you know, just like a... Uh, 
nurse practitioner can practice, but yes, the, the difference is there's a doctor overseeing that nurse practitioner, right? So can a paralegal give advice? We're going to talk about that. Um, there's also a new California um, mugshot law. You're going to wait till you hear the <laughs> mugshot law is an interesting one. And then we've got a couple other things we want to talk about. And then we have quick takes. With the very end, we're going to tell you a quick take to take home for the weekend. And remember, Radio Law Talk. Without further ado, Cal, let's roll the play. Now it's time to play Case or No Case. All right, here we go. Donald Robinette was a mechanic who had a shop in, wait for it, Todd, Okeechobee, Florida, (laughs) called, (laughs) called Donnie Fixes Fords. Well, one day, a guy named Ed Parker brought in a 2018 Mercury Milano. It had bad hydraulic brake lines. Donnie fixed it all up, and the next day, called Edward and said, come and get your car. The bill is $287, just as they gave you on the written estimate. Parker's wife, Ellen, dropped him off. Parker jumped in the car and pulled away without paying. Robinette called Mr. Parker on his cell right away to see what the matter was. Those brake lines are on recall, Parker said. Get your money from Ford. Now, remember, Robinette is not a Ford dealer, just a specialized, a guy who specializes in the lucrative business of fixing Fords. Parker said, under Florida law, I can pick any mechanic I choose. Therefore, you have to deal with Ford. Have a nice rest of your life. So now, Mr. Robinette said, I'm not even going to talk with you anymore. He called his collections lawyer and said, do I have a case or no case? Denise, what do you think? Well, Donnie fixes Fords, and he fixed a and he fixed that one a Mercury. Same thing, yeah. And the brakes worked, and he repaired the recalled brakes. Yep. And the guy jumped in the car and took off without paying him, and said, "Collect your money from Ford." But well, he did throw the recall notice at him as he drove away. In all fairness, I this didn't is no that. case because there's a really big wait. What's a Mercury? What's Ford. The? It's a Ford. Oh, it's a Ford. Yeah. Dang it. My line of reasoning doesn't work. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just going to say it. I'm going to say no case. Okay. Uh, that's fair enough. Fred, what's your call on uh, this? Yeah. Oh, uh, man. I said I wasn't going to say any more. I think we should change it. You should have changed it to Fred fixes Fords instead of Donnie fixes Ford show. Because that's <laughs> a lot better. Fred fixes Fords. Yeah. Uh, what's Ford stand for? Found on road dead or fix a replaced daily, or in my case, a great car. First, okay. on, first on race day. <laughs> first on race day. Yeah, there's That's all kinds better, of Ford. Yeah. <laughs> um, hmm, this one's a tough one. Fiddled over rebuilt Dodge. Here, here's the here's the issue in that I see. The question is: Is this a case that they brought a lawsuit? Right. This is such a small job that to bring a hire a lawyer and bring a lawsuit for probably something that was fifteen hundred dollars. I don't see someone bringing a lawsuit for that. 287. Yeah, it might have been small. How much was it? 287. Yeah, they're not going to bring a lawsuit for that. So the answer is no no case, a scenario, because Cal had a problem with that when he took his vehicle in. And... uh, but the answer is, in Florida, I, I don't know. I, I guess you take it to a dealer. Why wouldn't you take it to a dealer? Because it doesn't cost you anything if they're just going right. to bill them direct. Well, so it's, it's no case. It's a scenario. It's not right. even a case. All right. Uh, all right. Uh, uh, Todd, your thoughts? All right. I think this is a case, and I think that it's, it's a case that's handled in small claims court. Um, if, oh, who was the, what's the, what's, what's the car owner's name? Uh, Robinette's the mechanic, and Parker is the car owner. Uh, the so judge is Judge Whopper. Yes, Whopper. yeah, so if, if, Par- if, Par- Whopper. if Parker was going to take advantage of the, uh, if Parker was going to take advantage of the recall notice and everything, like, he needed to alert the uh, shop before the work started that this is covered. He didn't. They had, they had an agreement, notwithstanding the recall notice. And and he was supposed to pay, and I think that this is a case. The shop wins, and it's a small claims court matter. And but he wins way, a small claims. He court. did sign the estimate, so that's yes. another. By the thing way, Todd, you should have done a, a Denise uh, a Denise ism, which is let it go and think about it. I would have done that, but Denise is tremendous. <laughs> we'll be back. <laughs> we'll be we'll be right back on Radio Law Talk. Stay tuned. <laughs>
commercials and other announcements aired on Radio Law Talk contain the opinions of the sponsor. The airing of said announcements on Radio Law Talk does not constitute an endorsement. The announcements may contain claims that are not intended to treat, diagnose, or cure any disease. These claims have not been evaluated by the FDA. I've got to get my car washed. This dirt, it just won't do. The best thing about Quick Cut Car Wash is whenever you go through, the smell on your car is always great, and they have super fun lights and colors. But I don't have no time today. I don't know what I do. Your car smells good and it's clean at Quick Cut Car Wash. Man, I know this place right down the road. Quick 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 Quack car, car, car Wash. Quick Quack Car Wash. Get the quick quack confidence. Hop inside, let's take a ride and watch these cat and shine. Get the quick quack habit. Take a car once a week. Just come and see, I guarantee your ride will steal the show. I like quick quack because of the mascot, Quackles. Come on, quick quack car. So we sell unlimited membership for per vehicle. You can add a family plan and add an additional vehicle at a discounted rate. Don't drive that dirty car. Uh-huh. This is Denise Dirks. We can represent clients in divorce, legal separation, child and spousal support, custody, termination of parental rights, step-parent adoptions, guardianships, and even conservatorship matters. Call 1-877-886-7186 for a consultation. The law offices of Denise L. Dirks provide family law services in Northern California. When the law affects your family, call 877-886-7186. The family of attorneys at Denise L. Dirks is here to help. If you're one of those independent people who wants your own business and you love food service, we just might have a great opportunity for you. Iceberg Drive-Ins. Iceberg is famous for its thick shakes and delicious food. We lend you our supply chain and expertise, and you can potentially have a thriving, successful, fun business that your customers will love. Iceberg Drive-Ins has some prime areas available right now, so if you're interested, get in touch with us right away. Go to icebergdrivein.com and click on the Contact Us button. Iceberg Drive-In, ready to grow with you. You love your dog. Is something bothering him or her and you can't figure out what it is? Maybe they seem slow or lethargic, and maybe they just don't have energy. Wouldn't you like your dog to be living their very best life? PetJoy offers a money-back guarantee on all of its products. If your dog won't eat it or you don't see the results you want, just let us know and we'll make it right. Totally risk-free. What do you have to lose? You can't buy PetJoy multivitamins in a store. The only way you can get them is through this unique radio offer. And if you call right now, learn how to get two bottles free with your order. Turn your dog's life around and make him or her a happy camper. Ain't that right, boy? He said call Pet Joy right now. 800-711-9218. That's 800-711-9218. Learn how thousands of smart homeowners are investing about a dollar to avoid expensive home repair bills. John, a former non-customer, said, My air conditioner broke and I had to spend $1,900 to fix it. Jeff, a customer, wrote, My air conditioner broke and I got a new one at no out-of-pocket cost. Mary, a former non-customer, wrote, My heating system stopped running. I had to spend $3,000 to get a new one. Lisa, a customer, wrote, My heater stopped working. I got it fixed at no out-of-pocket cost. For about $1 a day, you can have all the major appliances and systems in your home guaranteed fixed or replaced with HSC's home warranty coverage. Call now, and the first month is free. If the lines are busy, please call back. Call now, All right, Cal, so Denise and I both said it was not a case. It was like $275 fix. Todd said it is a case, and the winner, winner, chicken dinner is the... The mechanic. The mechanic. It's a small claims matter. It's a small claims matter. Cal, what happened? Well, here's what happened. Mr. Parker lost the case because while any shop can do a repair, if you want it to be handled and paid for under the recall campaign, the manufacturer is the guy who writes the check to the dealer 
End of story. So the Mr. Uh, Parker lost the case and the mechanic wins. And that, ladies and gentlemen, wow, Tom, is that's two for the you. Small claims case. Small claims case. That's right. just tied up with you now. It was oh. a tremendous victory out of the state of Florida. <laughs> never, never been a greater victory. Uh, a mechanic in Mar-a-Lago. Can you do Melania Bill was so? Can you do Bill Clinton or Biden? I, well, hey, I, I wasn't on that list. <laughs> I, I'm I, on the airplane, I, but she not looked the list. Day too, she looked today. No, Depen- depends what be. the name of. Well, I'm really glad I made the list. <laughs> well, hey. oh, Denise coming from you. Oh my gosh. Depends what the uh, meaning of the word list is. Yeah. <laughs> We're number one. And Trump would be. I'm first on the list. <laughs> They'd both be fighting over who's number one. Yeah. No, I want to be the first one. No, you're the first one. It was a tremendous <laughs> list. And Obama sitting in the background with peace signs. Like, I don't know. I don't know. Written in calligraphy. <laughs> Biden doesn't know where he is. <laughs> Am I on some list? Am I supposed to be on the list? Yeah, uh, list. <laughs> uh, it's rip on. It's rip on uh, politicians' day, right? Just... That's right. Uh, okay, North Carolina. Look, okay. Generally speaking, in most states, felons cannot vote. Right? Isn't that true? Correct. Most states. Yep. So what's happening is a lawsuit occurred uh, in North Carolina where this group is trying to say that. You know, it, it affects minorities more than anything. They're trying to see, make sure that that people with felony convictions or on probation or parole can vote. And the courts, uh, judge in the Ninth Circuit, uh, I mean, the uh, judge in North Carolina said, nah, I doubt that's going to happen. Um, and so that, that what a lot of times a judge can do, it can do a preliminary ruling, and then you still come and argue the case, and the judge can flip what he says or she says, and they'll, they, they can do that. But in this case, they're arguing it's a racial bias issue is why um, uh, this is not fair that felons cannot vote. And that's kind of, don't you think that's, I thought that is kind of a double-edged sword to argue that, right, as a minority group. You know, uh, uh, we have the felons, so let's, you know, we, we this. But I don't know if I would be arguing that, you know, if that's what their argument is, because they're saying it's a it's a racial bias issue that felons can't vote. Yeah, how, yeah, how do you guys yeah, see that? Yeah, I don't. That's the way I kind of read it. I mean, and that was their argument. But do you do you want to argue that? Am I missing something? You'd, you'd have to argue first that the uh, that the minority was disproportionately that minorities were disproportionately convicted of felonies, and that and that because the their argument would be because the law oper- operates to disproportionately convict minorities of felonies, a law that prevents somebody from voting because of those is also disproportionate and unconstitutional and, and disproportionately targets minorities. Um, <coughs> you know, I, 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 I just I, I look at that and I go, OK, uh, a felony is a felony. And right. and I, I, the lawmakers don't really have any control over the acts of people who commit felonies. I guess that would be the argument in favor of the law. But, you know, they're going to make whatever arguments they're going to make. So I don't think there's this is going a, there is a 1974 Supreme Court case, okay. U.S. Supreme Court case, that held that convicted felons can be denied the right to vote. Yes. Right. And that it was not a violation of the 14th Amendment. Right. So that kind of uh, then started the trend, I think, for a lot of states to just go and say, no, we're not going to um, allow um, felons to vote. And currently there is Alaska, Arizona, Arkansas, Georgia, Idaho, Kansas, Louisiana, more states than I thought, Maryland, Minnesota, Missouri, Nebraska, New Jersey, New, New Mexico, North Carolina, Oklahoma, South Carolina, Texas, and West Virginia that Allow them to vote once they complete their probationary period. Yeah, so that's well, I, more. Well, now I think the, tra- with, well, the no, trend now be. is going that way. The trend is going. Well, that's if if you're over your felony and it's all done and you could, <clears throat> then you're back to being a normal citizen. Well, of course you should be able to vote. I, but I guess that's not the. If you've ever been convicted of a felony, then you can never vote. Is yeah. that what it says? The majority of the see, states see, are that way. I didn't know way. that. I didn't yeah. know that. Well, it, but but Todd, we talked about this earlier. Well, it, it was what I was thinking was I it was the last election cycle for for president and Bernie Sanders. I believe it was in a, one of the debates. 
Uh, Bernie Sanders, my name was not on the list. And, and he, <laughs> and he was uh, arguing, uh, if a person is convicted of a felony that should not result in a, in a denial of the constitutional right to vote, and that was his argument. And I remember sitting there thinking as a former prosecutor and a defense attorney, wait a minute. Whether it's a felony or misdemeanor, people lose their constitutional rights all the time because of a conviction. If you're in jail, guess what? You've, you've lost a constitutional right, the right to liberty. You're in jail because of your conduct. And, and, and there are a whole host of rights that, that get put on hold or you lose indefinitely. But like, you know, you, you, have the, you have the right to you have the right to bear arms under the Second Amendment. Not if you have a felony, you don't. Right. Uh, right. You, you right. can't you can't possess a firearm if you have a felony. And so, look, the the idea that constitutional rights can be curtailed because as a result of your conduct, that is not foreign. It's not new. And yeah, know. well, we'll see what's going to happen. But but for because it, it's going to go up to a appeal. They'll appeal it. But right now, the judge is recommending that. Uh, the case be thrown out and then I'm sure it's going to be appealed and we'll follow it from there. When we come back, we've got more and more to talk about, especially we're going to get into talking about uh, can Texas police arrest illegal immigrants? That's an interesting one we're going to discuss when we come back. Thank you, Fred. Todd and Denise will continue with much more Radio Law Talk. It's coming up. RadioLawTalk.com. Commercials and other announcements aired on Radio Law Talk contain the opinions of the sponsor. The airing of said announcements on Radio Law Talk does not constitute an endorsement. The announcements may contain claims that are not intended to treat, diagnose, or cure any disease. These claims have not been evaluated by the FDA. Attention. If you owe back taxes to the IRS, the IRS is cracking down by hiring 87,000 new agents to garnish your paycheck and put liens on homes and businesses. They can even seize your bank account. The IRS calls it enforced compliance, and now they have the manpower to get you. Penalties and interest on unpaid taxes compound daily. So call One Stop Tax Relief Shop and get the IRS off your back. They're experts in the Fresh Start Initiative, one of the biggest breaks the IRS has ever offered. Call 800-501-2533. 800-501-2533. One Stop Tax Relief has resolved thousands of cases since 2014 and saved clients millions of dollars. Call now for a free consultation. Get the IRS off your back. Call 800-501-2533. 800-501-2533. What's your IRS problem? Do you owe back taxes? Is there a lien placed on your property? Have your bank accounts been frozen or seized? Have your wages been garnished? Are you being audited by the IRS? Are they sending you letters that demand actions and have urgent due dates? Well, solving your tax problems is as easy as calling Taxes 321. The IRS is the largest collection agency in the world. You need the best representation to give you peace of mind. You need experienced professionals that can cut through the red tape and stop the collection process. If you have a serious problem with the IRS, call the Taxes 321 network today. We'll get them off your back. 800-738-0170 The old way of living with diabetes is a pain. You've got to remember to do your testing and you always need to be sticking your fingers. The new way to live your life with diabetes is with a continuous glucose monitor. You simply apply a discreet, easy-to-use sensor on your body, and it continuously monitors your glucose levels, helping you spend more time in range and freeing you from painful finger pricks. If you test your blood sugar at least four times per day and inject insulin at least three times per day or use an insulin pump and have private insurance
insurance or Medicare, you might be eligible for a CGM with little or no cost to you. Call U.S. Medical Supply today for a free benefits check. We offer free shipping, 90-day supplies, and we bill Medicare or your insurance directly. Call now and say goodbye to finger pricks. 800-493-6112 That's 800-493-6112 Know someone with a drinking or drug problem? Learn how to get sober after we share these stories. I was 35 with two beautiful children when my life and addiction started to spiral out of control. After my divorce, I went into a depression cycle and started drinking more often and using prescription drugs. After my second DWI and arrest, my ex-husband threatened to take our children away from me. I was 17 when I became addicted to heroin and meth. I thought I could quit on my own, but I couldn't. It hit me when I was arrested. Get sober now. Your private insurance may cover costs and we'll get you here. It's simple. Just call Elite Rehab Placement right now. Please don't wait. Your life matters to us. 800-918-1376. 800-918-1376. That's 800-918-1376. All right, guys, we need to have you read some lines for our disclaimer promo. But first, can anybody tell me what a disclaimer is? Right then. Well, uh, Denise, you go ahead. Non uti consilius purpurium juris consult. That's a nice touch. Thank you, Denise. Next time we'll try it in English if that's okay. Fred, how about you? Cal, I don't want to read all this. Can we just tell the people that we're discussing general legal issues and they should hire their own attorney instead of relying on what we have to say here? Well, we could, I guess. Uh, but... Let's, Let's have, have Todd, Todd do it. it. Me? <laughs> read disclaimers? Why, I couldn't. <clears throat> the information you hear on Radio Law Talk is generally... The preceding promo was for entertainment purposes only. And if you want true legal advice, contact your own lawyer. Just a tip from your friends at Radio Law Talk. Be sure to read our disclaimers on radiolawtalk.com. This is, this is, this is Radio, Radio Law Talk. Talk. You're a whiner. Yeah, well, you know, that's just like uh, your opinion, man. It's time for more Radio Law Talk with Denise Dirks, Todd Kunin, and your host, Frederick Penny. Frederick Penny. All right, that's like your opinion, man. Where's Todd? Where's that from? <laughs> what movie? Oh, my God. That, that sounded familiar, it does. Cal, it but I can't so remember. Funny. Denise, I know you got, you know what one that one was from? No. Bridges. Uh, I'm not a movie buff. What I may it? watch the movie and I won't even remember. Cal, you're like me. Cal, what was it from? Well, it was it was that uh, what's the bowling ball one? Uh, you know the bo- oh oh um, can't think of the name. Yeah of it right yeah, now. and and it's got, is is that the one with Bill Murray at the end where he bowls the perfect game? No, not not the bowling movie. It, it's Jeff Bridges. I mean, it's Bridges. And, yeah, and. He drives around a car with a bunch of stones. I just can't think of the name of the movie now. Uh, yeah, oh, yeah. Think of it's it. going to bug me. It'll now. come to my mind. It's the All name right. of a man, right? Yeah, yeah. The, I, yeah. It's not like your opinion, man. Okay. All <laughs> right. Let's talk about the uh, Texas law. So, the, look, what's been going on ever since the Biden administration's been in? There's been a lot of fights with the Biden administration and red states, right? Yeah. One of them is in immigration. There's a major issue. And fights between the, you know, the Republicans and Democrats on this issue. Well, Texas is getting overflown with, overrun with, uh, and so is Arizona and so is California with uh, illegal immigration coming across. Biden's more lenient on letting them in and, and uh, conservatives are generally more strict. Well, what's happening is Texas is being overrun by them. They are, and and, and I, I don't care if you're Democrat, Republican. They are. There's a lot of them coming in. In fact, I saw latest statistics that one it said the city on the border that that financially they cannot handle their fire department it has to handle if someone's sick or there's an, an emergency. They they're like 45, 55 calls a day, a day for this small little town. And the fire department just can't handle all this. But here's the point. Here's the issue. So what 
what DeSantos, uh, not DeSantos, uh, what's the... Uh, Abbott. Abbott. What Abbott has done is they brought, the Texas has brought forth this law that says the Texas Rangers, the Texas police, can arrest illegal immigrants that are coming across the border and and... And the federal government is now saying, suing, saying, no, you can't do this. Now, the question is, can they or they can they not? And what are the arguments for and against it? Denise, why should Texas not be able to do that? Well, because Congress is the only um, part of the government that actually is entrusted with immigration issues. So it's uh, a federal law like preempts it, right? is how exact- I would say it. Yeah, Todd? It's a supremacy clause issue. Yeah. What do you think, Todd? Same thing. Well, I, I, I agree that there is a supremacy clause issue. I, I would say that Texas, in, if you were arguing the other side of it, I would say, look, Texas sits in a different situation than other states that do not border or do not border, have the longest border with um, another country. And they're probably going to argue that the... The requests for funding and things that they have received have been inadequate to counteract the economic impact that border crossings, I think in the month of December, there were 225,000 border crossings. Look, that's going to impact your border towns because when you have that influx, I'm not saying that all people that cross the border are criminals in the sense that they're looking to do crime, but crime rates do go up with an increase in population. You do have, you know, services that need to be provided for folks that that would otherwise be living on the street and as a state we have to protect our sovereignty and protect our ability to handle this influx of population so they're going to argue this is a state's issue and it's not superseded by the supremacy clause we're not saying who can or can't be an immigrant in the united states we're just saying this is how we, as Texas, deal with the influx of population. Justice Department saying... Except, except that I have to say something. Sure. Um, and, and that is you can't arrest somebody without probable cause. You can't just go and arrest somebody. I, I, I agree. So, you, I, I agree. mean, it, 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 if, if there's a secondary the border, issue... If they're walking across the border, is that probable cause? If you see them walking across the border? Well, in Texas' case, it's probably swimming across the board whatever whatever it is well this is the (laughs) argument of the federal government yeah which i think to tell you the truth whether you agree with texas or not even if you know i i see their plight and i i think it's an issue but clearly i think the law whether you're conservative or not and there's a lot of conservative people texas can't run its own immigration system that's not the way the system is set up unfortunately right this poor I feel bad for Texas and Arizona and that are that are getting overrun by these people because a federal government has decided and it's it's a political thing to open the borders more than the other uh, people did but it's affecting those people more than anything but you can't just open your own immigration system that's the federal government's right and authority just like we go back to Roe v Wade everyone argues the Roe v Wade was was just terrible it had nothing to do it all had to do with states rights and this is a state right federal right and and this is a federal right issue uh, immigration is taken care of by the federal government whether you and agree with it or not congress yeah congress whether you agree with it or not but that is uh, an enumerated type thing that, that the federal government has to deal with yeah. at least generally i'm talking generalities right don't don't i don't want anyone calling quote well you missed this point that yes but we argue both sides, like Todd argued the other side. I, I think that this law that was passed, I think there are portions of it that clearly go beyond. For example, um, to your issue about a, a, you have to have probable cause. Well, I think a lot of these cases are going to arise in situations where law enforcement uh, comes in contact with somebody for some perceived violation of the law, and in the course of that back and forth, they learn that the person is a, is uh, in the United States illegally. They weren't stopped because of it, but they learned that in the course of the uh, interaction. Uh, you know, those are two different things, but I do agree that the constitutional protection mm-hmm. of stops being predicated upon reasonable suspicion, arrests being predicated upon a probable cause, the immigrants enjoy those same rights yeah. as anybody else uh, in the United States. Uh, where, I, where, where I think this one gets a little bit 
really parking. too far into federal jurisdiction is under this law. A Texas judge has the authority under this law mm. to order somebody to go back to Mexico. Well, that is clearly deportation is clearly a federal immigration right. You can you can incarcerate them. And then let ICE come and pick them up and exercise the federal if ICE will do it. But you can't order them back across the border. Yeah, they have to also make a finding that it was the immigrant is here illegally. And that is a difficult finding for a state to make because there are points of entry that immigrants can come through. And they're not illegal when they come through. They have the right then to seek um, you know, um, political asylum, exactly asylum and or different things. So that's another process, issue. I think that yeah. becomes a problematic for a state to be making those type of decisions. Yeah. Well, as here's well. the interesting thing: uh, there's 2010 Arizona law and a 2012 one where the Supreme Court heard a 2012 uh, law. I'm not exactly, but similar to this, and the court affirmed that immigration. This is the United States Supreme Court in 2012 that immigration enforcement is solely within the authority of the federal government. Yeah, so, it, was, it was the Arpaio policy, right, which right. was if you find out they're illegal when you pull them over, right. just as the scenario Todd mentioned, right. then you can arrest them. And the court said, no, I don't think so. No, yeah, and that's yeah. and then, so it's just another issue of people who look at this law. It's the states versus federal uh, argument, like just like Roe v. Wade. That's what that came down to. So anyway, we're gonna we're gonna be following this. Go ahead. Well, I would just say it it does. I mean, it presents something. Let's say somebody's pulled over for DUI. They're here illegally. They're pulled over in the state of Texas for DUI, and they find out that the person is uh, is here illegally in the course of that. Now, clearly, a state would have the authority to prosecute for the driving under the influence offense. And they got two choices: they can either put them in prison, put them in jail for the DUI, or put them on probation. Typically. A term and condition of probation is to obey all laws, not state and federal laws, obey all laws. Well, that, that presents a significant problem in this case because now you've got somebody, if they're here illegally, is immediately in violation of the probationary condition. That applies to everybody. So now what are you going to do? You're going to, are you going to say that the obey all laws condition that is typically given to everybody can now not be a condition for somebody who's here illegally, because that happens to be a federal immigration issue, it, it creates a very difficult conundrum. All right, when we come back, we're going to talk about this North Carolina paralegal uh, issue. I'm sorry, uh, North Carolina, whether or not paralegals can uh, can uh, give legal advice. And then we're going to get into mugshots and some Google things. I don't know. Denise is going to talk about some Google lawsuits. We'll be back. This is Radio Law Talk. You can email the show anytime. If you have any questions, please, please feel free to do so. Radio, info at radiolawtalk.com. That's info at radiolawtalk.com. We would love to hear from you. We'll be back. for the state or states in which the advertiser is licensed. For more information, go to radiolawtalk.com. This is Denise Dirks. We can represent clients in divorce, legal separation, child and spousal support, custody, termination of parental rights, step-parent adoptions, guardianships, and even conservatorship matters. Call 1-877-886-7186 for a consultation. The law offices of Denise L. Dirks provide family law services in Northern California. When the law affects your family, call 877-886-7186. The family of attorneys at Denise L. Dirks is here to help. If you're one of those independent people who want your own business and you love food service, we just might have a great opportunity for you. Iceberg Drive-Ins. Iceberg is famous for its thick shakes and delicious food. We lend you our supply chain and expertise, and you can potentially have a thriving, successful, fun business that your customers will love. Iceberg Drive-Ins has some prime areas available right now, so if you're interested, get in touch with us right away. Go to icebergdrivein.com and click on the Contact Us button. Iceberg Drive-In, ready to grow with you. 
This is Frederick Penny, host of Radio Law Talk. I'm excited to announce myself and Mark Victor Hansen, the author of the famous Chicken Soup for the Soul, collaborate to bring this three-book series, Goose. Book one is about William Collins. Goose is the perfect gift for yourself, family, friend, or someone you care about. Great stories, lifelong lessons that you can apply to your life to help you to become successful. Goose by Frederick W. Penny. Available on Amazon Books now. I've got to get my car washed. This dirt, it just won't do. But I don't have no time today. I don't know what I do. Man, I know this place right down the road. Quick, quack, car wash. Uh-huh. Hop inside, let's take a ride and watch this cat and shine. Just come and see, I guarantee your ride will steal the show. Come on, quick, quack, car wash. Don't drive that dirty car. Uh-huh. Quick, quack, car wash. They'll have you looking sharp. Learn how thousands of smart homeowners are investing about a dollar to avoid expensive home repair bills. John, a former non-customer, said, My air conditioner broke and I had to spend $1,900 to fix it. Jeff, a customer, wrote, My air conditioner broke and I got a new one at no out-of-pocket cost. Mary, a former non-customer, wrote, My heating system stopped running. I had to spend $3,000 to get a new one. Lisa, a customer, wrote, My heater stopped working. I got it fixed at no out-of-pocket cost. For about $1 a day, you can have all the major appliances and systems in your home guaranteed fixed or replaced with HSC's home warranty coverage. Call now, and the first month is free. If the lines are busy, please call back. Call now, 800-238-9182, Again, that's 800-238-9182. I knew I had a problem, but I didn't know what to do about it. I tried counting calories, I took pills, eating and eating, and then more eating. I really wanted to stop, but... Nothing could make me stop. At one point, it was so bad that I just felt like giving up. I felt so alone. Like nobody else could possibly understand. We understand. We're Overeaters Anonymous, and we have helped thousands of people just like you. People who want to stop their compulsive eating and start living a healthy, rewarding life. Overeaters Anonymous. Help me get my life back. Now I eat in a way that's healthy and good for me. I never realized what I was missing out on. With OA, I am living again and loving it. Start living the life you deserve with help from Overeaters Anonymous. Find us on the web at OA.org. Round up the usual suspects. Are you serious? Time to get back to Radio Law Talk on RadioLawTalk.com and on your favorite radio station. You know, Denise and I, we always talk during the break about things, and Denise talking, uh, she doesn't know I'm going to say this, but <laughs> she reminded me of a meme. Denise is uh, going to sell some of her small furniture, a little bit of furniture here and there, and put, she says, I'm going to put it on Facebook Marketplace, and it reminds me of the, of the memes of guy of a dad standing there with a, <laughs> with with like a little toy, a $5 toy my wife just sold so I can have a stalker Facebook person come and know where I live and I can sell this for five bucks. <laughs> it's like, uh, so Denise, you're going to have all the Facebook stalker people come and uh, not that they're all stalkers, but, uh, you know, come to the house and, and buy a piece of That's furniture. a little scary. I know. I you gotta, but selling on Facebook um, get a burner phone. So that you put their phone number in so they can get a hold of you to come pick it up. Get a burner phone so they don't have your actual phone number. They well, how about burner phone? Number. How about a burner house? Because you know what? Yeah. I mean, Why would you want them to show up place? to your house? Meet in a public place. I'm moving out of the house. Yeah, there we go. Yeah. Uh, so I, I, I don't that's care. right. Meet you at just, a park. You know, just meet him in the driveway of a, somebody that you know that lives down the road. <laughs> <laughs> the, the neighbor you don't like. Yeah. Here's the address. Yeah, Come yeah, on yeah, down. Here you go. And, uh, many people use parking lots that have security cameras. You know, the Walmart, Walmart the grocery yeah. stores, things like that. Maybe an option. That's a good. What do you do? I'm still in comfort band here. Uh, how much? Well, I'm going to give you the first baby doll for free. 
and then I know you'll you'll be hooked. <laughs> how many how many more plushies do you have? I don't know. Do you want the Webkins or do you want the T Y? Yeah. No, the ones I see is a guy standing in a house, like a five million dollar home. Out, he's standing outside his home. It's like a it's a mansion. I was selling this five dollar thing to someone to come over to my house, and oh, pretty nice place here. Yeah, but that's nothing compared to what Google's done. What does Google do? We're going to get into Google. Let's get into Google then. Yeah, I think Google's an important, this is an important case. What happened? Um, well, what happened is that Google has um, a mode, if you will, called incognito mode. Right. So when you are searching on browser, on its browsers, right. um, th- it's not supposed to be collecting data from you. But the reality of it is plaintiffs have sued Google now saying they do collect data. And it's not just your normal data. Google knows um, all the intimate details about your life. They know who your friends are. They know what your hobbies are. Mm. They know what you like to eat, what movies you watch, where and when you like it, and then on... Where and when you like it, too? Uh, where, where and when you like it, Denise? <laughs> really? Yeah. Oh, where do you like to shop? Okay. All right. <laughs> that reminds me of a newlywed game joke. <laughs> yeah, no, I know no. the one okay. you're talking about. Never mind Is that one. Mic? Anyway, <laughs> so they take this data and they still sell the data. So they Cal, sell is, his, the is data. his mic working? Is your mic working? I can. I don't know. I can. Can you? Can you hear yeah, me? Yeah, I can hear you now. Okay, good. good, 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 good. I can hear you fine. So Perfect. they're so, so they're selling the data. They're selling the data of you, so it's not incognito. You're not anonymous. In non and they and they are cognito. still gathering all of this information, and they're still directing advertisements to you, um, based upon all of this data that they're collecting from people. Mm. So, and the ir- interesting thing was the defense by Google was that, no, they know that we're collecting this data. Um, they, you know, they, when they get into different areas, it says allow for these cookies or whatever. And what the judge said is, no, you said search and browse privately when you have your Chrome, right? Wow. Then you also said, that you were not collecting and sharing your private information. So this mm. suit, judge denied millions and millions and millions of plaintiffs, by the way. Right. The ones that sued get this money, but we don't know how much. It's settled. Well, <laughs> this is not nearly as important as the Reese's case. I think yeah. Reese's is very... <laughs> yeah, well, you know. You know, the, this is not... So you got the cognito, and then you got the... Has anybody ever called it cognito when you're being seen? I mean, is that the term yeah. in court? All I know is I'm no. still worried about the I'm still worried about the Reese's oh, case. Oh, me too. I'm I don't know what's sleep. going on, Cal, but that's all I can think about. <laughs> I'm, 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 sleep I'm, over I'm that, listening yeah. to this Google case, and first off, as you're saying all the things that they're keeping, I'm thinking, what has has Santa outsourced his list now to Google? And is he going to rewrite no the? Uh, is he going to rewrite the Santa Claus is coming to town? It's not. He uh, he knows if you've been bad or good. Pause. Trust, it's just bad. You've only been bad. We've right. seen your Google history. There right. is no good. Right. <laughs> you know? I well, have to say this. Um, I think I have a good suit for you, yes. Fred. Um, the Reese's Thins do not make you thin. Oh, that's a good one. Oh, that's a good, good one we can one. do. Thin New mints. lawsuit. Yeah. Todd, you're going to handle that one. Oh, which one's that? Oh, No, oh. you're going to handle the Reese's Thin one. Oh, the, the, the Reese's Thin? <laughs> yeah, yes. yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. All right, we're going to talk really I'm not quick. just a lawyer. I'm Exhibit A. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Do you want a mug shot put in California? Okay. If you have a mug shot, what do you see on social media? You'll see the latest mug shots. And by the way, there's one site that does what ugly or the weirdest mug shots of the week or whatever. Um, but apparently, um, police and f- police officers in the police departments are able to share a suspect's mug shot uh, on social media. Now, I, I kind of uh, I'm kind of for you know the new California law that says you can't you can't just put the mug shot up there forever. And don't forget, if it's a mug shot, people are assumed. Guilty if you got a mugshot up there, and I, I, I don't like that either. I agree. Now, to some degree, the law says, well, you have to take it down after so many weeks. You can put it up there looking for this suspect, but between you and I and the fence post, looking for this suspect, and if one of our our faces are up there and we're innocent, but but we're one of the many people, you, they think you're guilty, you know, and that's and so that's an issue. Hang on, Cal. Yeah, that is. Let me let me hang on. Let me. Do it. Yeah. So um, that's an issue that I worry about because you know th- 
they could put someone that's that's maybe just someone they want to talk to, or the mugshot is they're they're innocent at this point, but they but you know they're not guilty yet, right? I just think everyone should know who's in jail because otherwise there's a risk of totalitarianism creeping in. I know that's paranoid sounding, but, you know, your picture and your name is listed in jail, so people know you're there, want to leave it there for a little while and take it down. I think it's a protection to the prisoner less than an offense to them from that perspective. Well, I may be well a lot mind, of times well, what happens is people are innocent until proven guilty, and you know as well as I do, like the guy in Idaho that they're claiming killed those kids, he's in jail, but he's still innocent. Until proven guilty, right. but he's sitting in jail. So right. you know, I, I I think it's a it's a double edged sword, right? It's a double edged sword. So we'll we'll follow this and see how it goes. Really quick, uh, Todd paralegals, Denise paralegals. Oh sure. So what is it, North Carolina? Yeah, they, they're addressing this issue about whether or not paralegals can practice or or give legal advice, despite the time-honored axiom in, in law in most cases, in most states, that you have to have a license to practice law in order to give legal advice. And, and here, the legal advice they're talking about for paralegals is advice along the lines of showing people how to fill out forms and to do things and, and working in self-help centers. And I get that. But the reason that you have to have a license to practice law goes, in my opinion, beyond just the ability to show somebody how to fill out a form. And, and, and the reason why I think you start to get into a dangerous situation is, while 99% might do it competently, what protections are there for the consumer when somebody does it wrong? When we, uh, as lawyers, if, if, heaven forbid, we do something wrong, we have malpractice insurance. Doctors have malpractice insurance to cover it. What kind of malpractice assurance do you think a paralegal on their own is going to have? Or and can obtain. Yeah, or they can, can even yeah. obtain to right. do that. And there's no protection to the consumer. It has nothing to do with competence. It's consumer protection. I don't like it. I tell you, yeah. right, I don't I like don't it. I don't either. I don't like And it's not just because I'm a lawyer. Hey, there's a reason why you become doctors and reason why you might become lawyers and, and accountants. You got to, I mean, it does, doesn't mean they can't just help under a lawyer with a lawyer. But yeah. uh, to have their own paralegal company doing all this legal work and giving advice is 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 not the right thing to do. Cal, without further ado, Cal, what time is it? Is it that time? It's time for your most memorable moment for Radio Law Talk for Quick Takes. And I guess Fred will start no, you with do, you. No, you do me last. I, I take take okay. care of that. Todd, first. what's your quick take, my friend? You know, this Google incognito mode really kind of concerns me because now I used to think I was browsing safely. Now I have to find a trusted confidant to delete my browser history in the event of my untimely death before my kids can see it. Good one. Denise, what is your quick take today? If you give out legal advice because you have freedom of speech to do so, then you better be careful because you're going to be sued. All right, Fred, what is your quick take, my friend? I'm tired of quick takes. I'm going to do a slow <laughs> take. Okay. Oh, boy. <laughs> I'm glad I'm not on the list. <laughs> See, you <laughs> See you next week. See you next week. Thanks for joining us. You have been listening to RadioLawTalk.com.